Welcome back, Stack Attack Squad, to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. All right, and we're streaming live with two people. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella. With me, uh, barely, but he made it, is Trader Andy. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? Don't get old, bro. I don't know anything about computers. I lost my camera. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, you you were just a gray box on my screen, and you, um, you, you didn't probably, even realize it. I probably looked better. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good looking gray box. Yeah, sounds good. So, what else is going on now that you figured out how to uh, press play? Well, you know. Just, oh man, uh, we already bored our two watchers. We're done. <laughs> How many people? Our two live people is now zero, man. That was terrible introduction. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, do my thing. Uh, had my uh, son outside at my parents' house, and uh, my nieces grabbed the uh, tee. They started playing baseball. Now, I've tried to get my son over the years to play. He's just not interested in it. He'd rather fight, battle, do Super Mario Brothers and Minecraft and stuff. You know, I put a ball on the tee. He hits it with one hand. Good hand-eye coordination. But then he starts chasing me with the bat, trying to fight me. So my niece walks up there, and she goes and hits the ball. And he goes, I'll show you how it's done. Now, I've seen him hit, so I'm like, I don't know why you're talking all this crap. You're not going to do anything. So he goes up there and rips one. I'm like, okay. He goes, I was like, all right, come play the field with me. He goes, no. He goes, I only hit. I'm like, dude, I can't make a six-year-old a DH. I was like, you got to come in the field. So then he goes up there again and rips another one. I'm like, okay, I don't know where he got this from because I've never seen it. So then he goes, I'm actually going to mess around, do something. So he turns around and bats lefty and rips one. And I just look at my mom. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to the pros. And I gave my son a hug. It was amazing. He just turned around like, you know, just I'm going to bat left-handed. Good mechanics, everything. (laughs) Um, We got another Eddie Murray on our hands, huh? I was uh, I was pretty impressed. So we're gonna we're gonna try to get him into T-ball this year uh, and see what we can do. All right, that works. That works. All right. Well, that's as young a prospect as we could get, but I'm sure we're gonna talk about some others uh, today. Spring training's well underway. We're about ten days in. Uh, World Baseball Classic starts tonight uh, at 11 p.m. I'm sure you'll check the box score in the morning. <laughs> All right. So. So I, I wanted to ask you, what is it in spring training that you're really looking at? Because you're, you're a little bit more involved than me. You know, are, are you looking for results? You're looking for new lineups? Are you looking for uh, pitch changes? What, what, what gets you? What gets you excited and, and, and gets the juices flowing? I like to watch at bats certain guys how they handle at bats, how they work the count. You know where they're hitting the ball if they're trying to pull an outside pitch, you know where they're going with it. Like it's just, you know, just the eye test is all about spring training. I put on the baseball network and I just try to watch as many at bats as possible. Uh, and you know, certain people really impress me. Other people, not so much. But um, as far as the pitchers, you know, just a lot of them are trying to work on new pitches and stuff. So I don't really get too much in that. You're more the pitching guy than me, but I'm all about the batters, the young batters, watching how they handle the pitching and, you know, seeing what, uh, what, uh, 
role they can uh, get in the majors. Awesome. Yeah, I, I guess the point is, you know, we've been doing this for almost 30 years now, fantasy oh, baseball. God. And, you know, there, there was no such thing as analytics. There was barely even such thing as stats. We used to do it on box scores and, and you know, what games you got to watch on TV. And I was the first one to have a satellite there. So that's why I was dominating early <laughs> on because nobody else had ever saw any of these players and I was watching it. And, you know, as former players ourselves, it, it, you know, we have a little bit of an advanced approach with that. But they always say I test is best. And, you know, that nowadays when you're trying to increase your viewership from one to two, that's not really going to get you far because most people are worried about, you know, <laughs> analytics and stat cast and advanced metrics, et cetera. But, you know, a lot of what we do is the eye test and what we saw. And I, I, I really, over the weekend, we were, meet you and, uh, and Nick, who should be joining us shortly. Uh, we, we were having a chat in our little text chat about the Yankees. And, and it's like, oh, Volpe with a double, right? And you're like, oh, how did you know that? And he's like, oh, I just saw it on uh, whatever, you know, wherever he's watching it. And your response to that was something along the lines of, yeah, I was watching a game and he just freaking fought off a nasty pitch, something like that, right? Hold on, hold on. And Nick, it was like, Nick is here. Nick is here. We're, Nick, we're talking about Volpe real quick. You just came on perfect timing. Perfect timing? Yeah, so continue, Jeff. So uh, actually you take it because – it, it, it was your point. You were watching the at bat, and you were like so impressed with it, and it, had, it meant so much more than you know the box score. Oh, he got a double, right? Yeah. See, see, the normal person will say, "Oh, yeah, he ripped the double." But me, I saw that he got fooled on a curveball, reacted, kept his hands back, and still got a double. Uh, the kids really impressed me. Uh, I, I think he's definitely going to be in the Bronx sometime this year, maybe in April. Uh, and that just goes along with another thing I was talking to you, and I, I took a video, and I sent you guys a video about Tristan Cassis. I you know, had to get the lube out for him because I was so excited. Um, the guy worked a 3-2 count against a tough lefty, got thrown a curveball, kept his hands back, reacted, and jacked you over the fence. Like, I'm just blown away by some of these guys' approach. And Cassis and Volpe have definitely impressed. Awesome. Yeah, uh, approaches is everything and, and you know seeing that hit tool in real life uh, often I, I mean I, I'll never forget it I know it's a different level I used to laugh about them calling Vlad an 80 hit tool and then <laughs> and then he hit that home run last year early in the season off Garrett Cole where he got absolutely sawed off and he just kept his hands in and the way he turned his wrists over I'm like, that's what an 80 hit tool is right there. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm put, I'm adding Vlad Guerrero is everywhere I can this year, except our home league because you know I got him. You got, you have him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So going back to Volpe, what do we think, Nick? I, I, I'm going to give this one to you because that's your boy. We th- we're going to see him day one. We're going to see him a month in. My, the Yankees, te- the Yankees look like they're very financially conservative right now. So that may come into play. What do you think? I think they're conservative. They're smart. They do the Atlanta route, play Volpe, play Dominguez, play Peraza, play them all. But I, 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 they're not going to do it. I don't think. Play Dominguez. Did you say Dominguez? I'd rather have him than Hicks. Have you watched him this spring? What? He's exciting. 
Who, Dominguez? He's mm-hmm. no, no. Hicks is having a good spring. They're not going to bring Dominguez out. You know, you're, no. you're looking at you're looking at Peraza. You're looking at Cabrera, Volpe, maybe. I mean, they're bringing in some youth. My boy Austin Wells got hurt. You saw that. Yeah. 46 for 46 and stolen bases, I told you guys. For a catcher. Yep. That's ridiculous. Is he going to stay catcher? No. Can't, can't catch. Yeah, that, that lineup gets crowded so quickly, though. Like, I don't know what to make of the Yankees. Like, it, it, what, what's LeMahieu doing? Like he's probably going to be their leadoff hitter, right? Super utility, right? So their their leadoff hitter doesn't have a position, no. Which is which is incredible because there's so much value in him uh, in drafts right now. He's going in the late twenties, and he's yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, roster resource doesn't even give him a starting job. Yeah, you put him on the bench. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Roster resources is calling Glaber Torres. Yeah. The leadoff hitter, and I mean, I guess it's a make it or break it year for for Glaber, right? I think he's gone at some point. Yeah, I don't see him in long term plans. All right, all right, uh, Nick, your boy Zach Veen, what the hell is going on out there? Seven stolen bases. He might be up. In, he might be up by June. Yep. Yep. Wow. If yeah, you read just... Rocky's Twitter, if you read Rocky's Twitter, they're pushing for him to come up day one, but that that won't happen. Yeah, what are you going to accomplish by that? They're going to they're there's a definition of a cheap organization, so there's no shot at that. Yeah, but they're going to play uh, Tovar day one, right? But it, yeah, but he has major league experience. Yeah, it, but the thing is, for a team that's really rebuilding, isn't it? If you have a player that's on the cusp right now, and they're probably going to make their their debut this year. With the new rules that if they finish, uh, what is it, in the top three of the rookie of the year, they get a full they get a full year of service time, and the team gets a uh, a sandwich pick at the end of the first round. So wouldn't it incentivize teams that are rebuilding to bring these guys up as close to day one as you can, and hope that they finish in that that top end of the rookie of the year rookie of the year balloting. And possibly get an extra pick on top of it. Plus, you're, you're, you're developing the player quicker, quickly. Like that's why I'm telling you guys to add Ellie Dela Cruz right now because I, I just I, I gut feeling on him is what we saw from Fernando Tatis his rookie of the year, his rookie year, where it was like, oh, maybe he'll be up by midseason, and then week two is spring training. It's like, oh, he'll probably come up at the Super Two date. And it was, all right, we got a Chris Bryant on our hands. He's going to be up in 10 days. And it was, all right, we signed him to a long-term extension, and he's playing day one. And I have a feeling that's going to happen with a lot of these prospects because of what we saw last year with uh, Julio Rodriguez and Seattle gaining. Seattle's a good team, and now they have two first-round picks because they gave him the opportunity from day one. So I, I just think that that's going to come into play. So players like Ellie De La Cruz, Jordan Walker, of course – uh, maybe Volpe. These teams should be in set. Uh, not not so much the Yankees. They're not so much rebuilding, but uh, I can't yeah, really Volpe, see it with Cincinnati. I'd rather see Volpe play than uh, IKF or Peraza over IKF. Right. What, how about now? Same same talk. What about uh, Oscar Colas, the Cuban? Uh, 
Cuban lefty. He's hitting the hell out of the ball in spring. He's uh, seven for 18. Last year, he hit 314, 23 home runs in, in, in the Myers. I, I mean, is Gavin Sheets going to hold him back? Is Lori <laughs> Garcia going to hold him back? No. He's, no. Up, he's up there, one. I, I, the, the manager said that he has to earn his position, and he's playing right now more in like the B B games, and, and he's not in the lineup when they put their regular lineup out there. He's not there. So it looks like they're trying to make him sweat it out. I'm wondering if there's like a character issue in there somewhere that, you know, they're like, all right, you're a punk kid. You better earn this. No, he, so. only, he had two years off. Uh, he, he had two years of not playing. So, he, you know, last year he had a good year. Um, his nickname is actually the Cuban Otani. Uh, so he has a, a miss. He throws missiles from right field. Uh, Gavin Sheets can't play any field. Um, so um, Foles is not going to be stopped by him. I think he's it's his spot to take. Right. But then I, I, at some point, how many rookies are coming up? Are they all? You know, somebody's got to suck, right? Oh yeah, like, I should be clear not coming up. Yeah, I mean, the White Sox are a good lineup. He, you know, and he's a left-handed bat. I, I think that might be a twenty-home run guy right there. So I, I'm I'm buying in it. I haven't gotten a share yet, but I, I keep queuing him in, and then he gets punked on me, and you know, that's what. So, <clears throat> speaking of drafting, you guys done with TGFBI, or you got a little bit more time? More time. Want to talk about your teams for a little bit? Sure. Yeah. yeah. F it. No, I'm, right. uh, I'm a couple of picks away from my last pick. I just All right, so let's pick. talk about – did you just say you took your first catcher? Mm-hmm. What round? round? 25. 25. All right, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I, I think I, I I drafted one catcher early. I got Alejandro Kirk. Did you, dra- did you draft me, Nick? What's that? <laughs> you draft me. Right. No, I drafted your boy, Nick Fortes. <laughs> nice. Nice. I was one of the, the, the first ones who, you know, out of us three, I took Real Muto very early. I decided to uh, invest in a catcher early and figure it out after that. And I'm excited with it. So, All right. No, uh, no treadmill today? No uh, bikes? No, yeah, I, I, I was expecting the Greek god of Peloton, but no. no I was just wondering if they uh... – and Enduro Cycle, whatever cheap brand I have. <laughs> All right, so whose team we want to do first? Oh, you don't want to talk about it, Nick? You go. Yeah. Um. What What I have here? Yeah, I got lucky. Um. The hell, I was the eleventh pick. Okay. Started off with Bobby Witt. Taking a look. Eleventh. Oh shit. That was pretty lucky. I took him six. I don't care. Get yeah, Bobby, guy. Bobby Witt um, came back and took the tease. What's going? <laughs> so I'll go on with my team here. Wow. As- okay. <laughs> Yo, that's why I locked Sorry. the door. I locked the door so nobody four can come year old, in. The four-year-old's complaining. I locked the door. Nobody <laughs> can come in. Oh, my God. All right, Nick, go on with your team. Yeah, uh, Witt, Tatis. Then I went around Josh Hader, Shane McClanahan, Shane O'Mac, Julio Urias. So three pitchers in a row there. 
Um, you know, Jimenez, Pena, Jake McCarthy, Yelich, Alexis Diaz, Pablo Lopez, Newt Barr, Dustin May, Jordan Walker, round 14, which is probably going to skyrocket. Tovar, Casas right. is starting for space. I mean, it goes on from there. Edward Cabrera. Oh, yeah. That was a nice pick, but good today. Walker. Yeah, All right, so he's gonna be around soon. So so it sounds like your 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 issues are probably gonna be batting average. Uh mm-hmm. and Power. I love I, I love your saves. I, I love your ratios. Uh strikeouts are good. I mean you, you did a pretty good job there, but you know, you guys kind of draft opposite me. You guys draft counting stats. I draft I draft innings and average. It's I don't. I, I can't explain why, but that's just what I do. I just figure with the pitchers, the more innings pitched, the, the better the counting stats are going to be. Um, and hitting, I just I never want to fight for average because you can never make that up. So yeah. I think you did a good job. Um, I, I want to. I, I Andy, do do a quick uh, spitball your team, and then I want to talk about some of the common threads, some of the players that we all have. We all have Casas, right? Yep. He's my starter. I believe so. Yep. Why? Well, I don't have Casas in this league. I don't have him. I, I'm the biggest Casas fan. I don't have him in this league. Go, go, go figure. Right. I, I mean, I uh, I got uh, Real Muto. I took uh, Omar Navarez as my catcher for the first two weeks until Shea uh, Langoliers has uh, – yeah, because he's a UT, UT only. Uh, then I got Christian Walker, Jeff McNeil, Bobby Witt, uh, Suarez – uh, Wilmer Flores, Brian Anderson, J.D. Martinez. I took Corbin Carroll early. Uh, Brian Reynolds, uh, Harrison Masturbator. I uh, got uh, Estuary Ruiz. I was excited about that one. Uh, Guriel. And then uh, I got closers. I got uh, Diaz from the Reds. Hater, who I took early. And I took uh, Finnegan, who Jeff likes from Washington. My uh, starters are whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> you got you got my couple teams, so you like them. That's your guy. It's not mine. <laughs> no, I took, no, 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 no. Um, I, I, I may got, have uh, him. <laughs> I got, that doesn't uh, mean I like it. <laughs> I got Zach uh, Wheeler, Logan Gilbert, Logan Webb, Stripling, Tyler Anderson, Taiwan Walker. Um, yeah, and then I took Ellie De La Cruz. As uh, you uh, requested, I took yeah. Yuri, Yuri Perez as I requested, and then I took uh, a, a couple of uh, guys like Taylor Rogers, Rolls Chapman. So, pretty excited about my team. But I'm actually in a league where there's actually big people in the league. Nick should win his league because they're <laughs> idiots. Though. I don't know anybody. Actually, uh, if you look at my league here, round 14, pick 1401, Asuri Ruiz. Fourteen oh five, Jordan Walker. Bunch of idiots. Love it. I'm good with that. Love it. Morons. I'm good with that. <laughs> Dude, bold prediction. You're going to see Jordan Walker in round seven pretty soon. Easy. This year. This year. If round they, if seven. They announce, if they announce he's up, I would just say outside seven. the top one hundred. Yep. All right, so my my team, I, like I said, I wanted to draft batting average and I wanted to draft a lot of innings. And it turns out that I'm kind of racist with starting pitching because I got the whitest 
white, the whitest amount of uh, starting pitching you could imagine. What? My, my, yeah, they're all white dudes except for Julio Urias, who kind of, who's very light skin. But I got Shane, I got Shane, Tony Gonsolin, Miles Michaelis, Merrill Kelly, <laughs> and Ross Stripling. Like uh, Merrill Kelly's a good option. All right, so, so your your team name is uh, Redneck Heaven. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> all right, but anyway, my my uh, my favorite pick of the draft that I got. Uh, was probably my two closers. We all have Alexis Diaz, and that's because of me. I'm sold on this guy. Uh, you're actually going to see him close games in the in the World Baseball Classic because the Mets have mandated that his brother not not uh, pitch on back to back days. So you're going to see him close out a game for uh, Team Puerto Rico, and he's going to skyrocket up the board. His stuff is electric. Uh, he's young. If he could. Stop walking people. He's going to be one of the elite closers in the game very fast. Uh, and then uh, Camilo Caballo Duvall. I, I don't know. He just he seems to have uh, some job security over there. And it's, it's the pitcher's park and pretty good team. So that's what I look for. I, I want a good ballpark. Not the Reds are, are not a good ballpark. I just love the arm and some some relative security with the job. But uh, Similar to what Nick did, I kind of went looking at the overall component, and I really wanted to uh, hammer stolen bases and getting somebody like uh, Ruiz or, or I, I think I took John Birdie yeah, in a bench round. Those, those are the guys that are really going to skyrocket you in, in a category to help you out with the uh, overall. But I lack, yeah. lack a little bit of power. Everything else is pretty balanced. Yeah, so well, that's our Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I went up the speed approach. I had John Birdie when you took him. I saw him available. I had the option of him, Mateo. Birdie's pretty exciting. He, he's going to at least have 40 steals this year on a part time position. And Jake yep. McCarthy, maybe still 20, 30. I, I believe I have McCarthy on that team as well. Common threads, common threads. All right, that's our teams wrapped up. Uh, any, any other players that you have anything on? Andy, you want to talk about a couple of guys? Yeah, I mean, we already talked about Cassis, so I don't need to get into that. Uh, another guy who's, <laughs> as uh, Jeff Passan, my buddy, uh, reported today, the Tampa Bay Rays are in talks long-term contract with Curse Mead. I love the guy's bat. He hit two bombs off of Nick's boys the other day. Uh, he just is going to be a masher. Uh, he's going to play third base, maybe Second base, they're talking about first base. It doesn't matter. The bat's going to play wherever. Uh, I think he's going to break out this year. He's going to be up very, very soon. Uh, you guys have anything to say on him? No, I'm good. I agree with you, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of in love with that. Nick, Nick uh, has left the building again. Yeah, the four-year-old. <laughs> she needs her, she'll walk all the way down here to ask for her water cup when she can just clearly go walk and get it. Um, uh, another guy I absolutely love is Brett Beatty. Mets. Yeah, one. They uh, He just uh, he just hits the ball so hard. It doesn't matter. You know the the type of player he is is the type of player that scouts hate because in past couple of years he hit the ball on the ground too hard and he wasn't trying to do the launch angle and pull the ball. He's like, I don't care where the ball is hit. I'm gonna hit the ball hard wherever it's pitched to me and 
He just ripped one off uh, the left field wall, off a lefty outside fastball, 94 miles an hour, and just jacked it. Like he just hits the ball hard wherever it's it's placed. Uh, I think that he's going to wind up being the, the starting third baseman for the Mets this year, and his bat is going to play. I love it. I'm very excited about it. Do you think right away? Yeah, yeah, I think right away. Uh, last year, he played very well until he got hurt. Uh, I think that uh, he's going to platoon possibly with uh, Escobar. Are they playing him in the outfield, Escobar, or trying him out there? Well, Beatty can play left field, too. Uh, he played left field in, in the Myers. Uh, he can, uh, but Escobar can't hit righties. Beatty can. So I think there's going to be a little platoon there. Uh, I just don't know where they're going to start moving things around because you have Vientos actually as well who who mashes lefties and he's having a big spring as well. So uh, I got to stop talking about the Mets because I'm biased. <laughs> that's that's funny. All right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, Cohen is not the kind of guy that is like, oh, we're paying Escobar all this money. He was a free agent pickup. Uh, we got to play him. Yeah. If you're not the, if you're not the one of the best nine, you're not going to play with it with an owner like that. That's good though. Absolutely, definitely. Nick, any players right. you want to talk about? Um, I mean, we talked about my boy Volpe before. Um, I just keep honing in on a couple young arms: Edward Cabrera, Reed Detmers. I think they're both in for some pretty good seasons. And staying, you know, healthy at least. Edward Cabrera looked good today. Detmers is a super sleeper. Unfortunately, the Angels have a six-man rotation who uh, a ghost of the past might be entering in, as you uh, mentioned, Andy. So we'll see. His name's Griffin Cannon. He's only 26 years old. That's it. What what happened, Nick? I dropped my iPod. Oh, okay. Uh, 26 years old, finally healthy, having a a nice spring, and I expect uh, him to be a very nice little sleeper that I'm going to get to the end of the draft. I am looking at a round 30 pick for him as well. All right. Um, I'll throw a picture at you that is kind of out of nowhere. Nick Martinez um, with Mus- Musgrove injured. Nick Martinez has started three games this this uh, spring. 11-2 strikeout to walk ratio, which is beautiful. Um, you know, he's, he's actually leading the spring in innings. So it looks like they're stretching him out, giving him the opportunity. Um, winning team, go for it. Uh, my guy Trevor Rogers is looking really good so far. You know, it, it was it was funny with him last year. He started off horrible, and then I, I even said to you guys on this show, I'm like, "There's something wrong with his arm slot. It looks like it's lower." And the next game, he changed it, and then he had two or three good games in a row, and then he went back in the toilet. I'm like, I, I don't understand, like. How do you not see this? The lefty. <laughs> How do you not see this when I see it? But, but you know, the results early this spring are looking pretty good. So I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about him again. Um, Brandon Fat looks pretty good. Um, fat, fat, another, fat. Fat. <laughs> His stats um, have been fat. I'm draft him everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's looking good. Uh, he's probably going to fit into that rotation. Uh, no. the two three hole. What what pretty he's quickly? Not, he's probably yeah. He's probably gonna be uh, first guy called up. But what's the yeah, most yeah. important thing about his stats last year? 
you guys know anything? You know, all the guys, they have really good arms in the in their uh, farm system. They're, they're playing in the Pacific Coast League. And this guy did these stats, led the league in strikeouts, yeah. had an under four eager right in the Pacific Coast League. And it's just the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Yep, definitely. So that's, that's somebody to be excited about. The whole team's, there's a lot to be excited about. And I, I also, I heard an uh, interview with Tori Lavolo, and he said they want to run, 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 that they're addicted to stealing bases. And his quote was, every 90 feet you could get in baseball is precious. So fire up your uh, Diamondbacks, man. There's plenty of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. plenty, of them up, plenty of them on there that run. So definitely add, add that. Add Josh, that. Josh Rojas. I just said as a video of Corey Seager hitting some opposite field power today. Yeah. So so what do you think about these teams that are going with no left fielder so they can beat the shift? <laughs> I would train myself to hit bloops in oh. the left field all day long. Oh dude, I would I would be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he, he would. He would. <laughs> all day long. Boom. Nick Nick, when we were playing ball when we were young, that was my specialty was hitting a line drive. Over the shortstop's head, and I was fast enough. It was a double every single time. You know what I would do, Nick? Pop into that little no man's land. If there, if there was four guys in right field, I would just hit it over their heads. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> nice. All right. It works. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I'll, I'll take that, definitely. All right. And then the other pitcher that I'm kind of excited about, and I don't want to say this too loud, but it's Jose Barrios. Uh, apparently there was, he, he had a lot of psychological issues last year and confidence and he got broken down, you know, ERA over five and he was terrible, but he, he changed his curveball this year. He's learning a little bit more about his arsenal and he's looking really good so far. So he's somebody I'm kind of buying low on, uh, praying for a little bit of a bounce back. Oh, he hurt us too bad last year. Yeah. Pretty we bad. still have him in that dynasty, dynasty league. So we we need him. He's never been a we good whip him. guy. He's never been a good whip guy. Right. That was a good trade for us, though. We, we gave up uh, Franco, right? Wander Franco, and something else, and we got Trey and Barrios. Who did we give yeah. up? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. Any other players you you guys want to talk about before we head the hell out? That's all. Really? That's all you got? Nick, you just got here. Well, you hit them all. <laughs> My boy Volpe, we got. <laughs> That's all he's got. Volpe, 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 Volpe. No, Carraza. Why don't you talk about uh, Severino? He's looking good. Clark Schmidt, looking good. Domingo Herman, looking good. I got hyped some stuff up. My wife, my wife, is, uh, my wife is watching, so I got hyped some of the Yankees. Esther Cortez is probably going to be the fifth starter just because of the uh, hamstring. Maybe getting the extra five days rest. I was reading. What do you think about the? What do you think? Buy that dip. What do you think about these uh, Oriole pitchers? Like Kyle Gibson going to Baltimore. I think he'll be solid. Grayson Rodriguez, day one. I took Bradish and uh, TGF. Brad, Bradish is. Gonna be a, a nice little sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had him last year. He was very, very solid. Um, they got Cole Irvin too, didn't they? Cole Irvin, yes, yes. All right. did. You get a lefty that's going to. 
He had a good year last year in Oakland in a good park. Now he's going to a good park who actually can score runs. You know, he could get some extra wins there. I like it. I picked. I actually picked him up in the bench rounds of uh, TGFBI. Now that I think about it, that could be my way. You remember how all in I was on John Means last year because I wanted a fly ball pitcher in that park that was left-handed because then moving the fences back. Yeah. And then Means blew his arm out. But the first start, horrible. Yeah, one start. He made one start. So maybe Cole Irvin is my way to, to profit on that. So I'm in. Right, I'm shot. in. And uh, who's the other guy? Dean, Dean Kramer. He, he was Dean Kramer. He was pretty solid at points too. Not bad. These guys were that that whole. Obviously, Grayson is Grayson, but that whole pitching staff last year was was waiver wire darlings. And if you stream them in and out at the right spot, there were times where they were just popping up five five innings shutout, mm-hmm. five innings one run, left and right. And it, it was a gold mine. So well, they're not- they're per- they're perfect. All of those guys to fill in the, the bottom of your your uh, pitching staff, absolutely. Except for DL Hall, I'm out. He doesn't know yeah. where the ball's going. Yeah, he might be a reliever. Can't throw the ball over the plate. Yeah, well, it gets magnified when you can't throw the ball over the plate as a mm-hmm. reliever. You know, there's no place for a high well, whip reliever. Did you, did you see what Matt Boyd did today? Yeah, seven strikeouts. What oh the hell, man? God. Oh, my God. I thought he was dead. Oh, my God. He's alive. <laughs> I, I was looking at the TV and I, I thought it said seven earned runs and I was like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, no, one earned run, seven Ks. My God, I actually picked him up in a couple of leagues because he joined the Giants last year. I'm like all excited about that, going to the Giants, gonna pitch good in a good organization. And then you know he was just rehabbing. He goes back to where he all well where it all started. So I'm excited about him in Detroit. Right? Is he going to be in the rotation? Yeah, I mean Matt Manning is. I mean Matt Manning's killing people. So, um, you know, I think. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Why Justin Turner gets hit in the face? That oh, that, that was horrible. And my wife I mean, is I, like, "Oh, that's good. I don't like that cocky mf'er." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "He got hit in the face." I'm like, "You don't wish that on anybody." Dude, this guy's getting drafted in the late rounds, and he's a lock for two eighty and twenty. That's what I was telling you guys. Him and Adam Duvall, like they're on, the, the Red Sox are a bad team now, and all, they're veteran players that are just going to be staring at the Green Monster all day long. Turner has the hit tool on top of it. He's a career 288er. Like, how do you not want to invest in these guys? Lee. Well, I mean, because he took one in the face, now he's dead. But it sounds like he's going to be okay. You know, I, I, I think he'll probably make it back for opening day cool all right but the tigers we just touched on real quick do we like that rotation at all i mean eduardo rodriguez ugh. i don't even right. want to talk about him i don't want to talk about him. the hype dead. is the hype is no they're they're saying that he looks great you know how i feel about that so i, I just want spencer to turnbull's good. back you want spencer turnbull we're good <laughs> I, I listen. All well, I see there changes. I'm good there. All I see there is I'm going to be betting first five against the Detroit first five innings against the Detroit Tigers all year round, and it's going to be profitable. <laughs> all right. 
All right. Uh, we're, we're hitting 8.30 right now, so let's wrap this puppy up. You guys got anything else you want to talk about, Andy? Anything intelligent to say? Uh, not today. Not today. All right. I'm cool. good. Nick Volpe? Volpe. And I'm going to go brush Tyler's teeth. All right. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> All right. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm at JTrellis20. The guy downstairs is at Mimi, the first man in the history of Twitter. And my brother from another mother, at MX22NJ. Hit us up. Check us out. We out, boys. Peace. Right. Hey.